like Michael Shannon in Premium Rush. Rush. <laughs> yeah, guy on a bike. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Wages of Cinema. I am Jack. I'm Andrew. And, uh, boy, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, mostly uh, one movie in particular, which uh, has kind of crowded out every single other movie in existence you at the mean moment. crushed every other movie in existence? Well... I guess you could say it. I don't know. I'm just picturing like that's what Jack movie, meant. You know, using its arms and legs to do stuff. But before we do that, um, well, if you're listening to this, you know, this is we're recording this a few days before the holidays come up. But we just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas out there. Um, yeah, I mean, and for those of you who celebrate Hanukkah, it, I hope it was a great Hanukkah that you had. Yeah, and if you are gonna celebrate Festivus, make sure it's for the rest of us. Um, yeah, celebrate yeah. that made-up holiday. <laughs> hey, hey, that that's a that's a very famous holiday. Thanks to Frankenstein. A very famous fake holiday. Don't forget the airing of grievances, Andrew. <laughs> there should be a time for that. I'll, Do you I know what it. Festivus is? I know what it is vaguely. Oh, it's it's from Seinfeld. Right. Uh, George's father creates has a holiday called Festivus. It involves the airing of the grievances, and instead of a Christmas tree, there's just an aluminum pole. And uh, at one, and there's also, um, at oftentimes, uh, Frank Costanza would make George uh, fight him. <laughs> now it's time to fight your father, Georgie. <laughs> um, it's a pretty awesome episode if you ever get to watch it. Um, but before we get to our main discussion, uh, we'll just talk about a few movies. Um, we talked about a lot of movies last podcast, so correction. Uh, Jack talked about a lot of movies That's last true. podcast. Yeah, I, I, I kind of did. Uh, so I, I actually won't have a lot to talk about this week, but I still have a few things uh, that are actually coming out around the Christmas holiday, with the exception of one movie, which I'm going to hold on to because I want to talk about with Andrew when he sees it. Put a little mystery out there in the air uh, for our listeners. Uh, but before we get into that, just uh, very quickly, if you ever want to try to send us a message or have any questions uh, for us, you can send us an email. Uh, we can be reached wages of cinema at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Uh, just search for the wages of cinema podcast. And we're also on Twitter uh, handle wages of cinema, you know, send us a tweet, give us a like, say we like you, bro. And, uh, and or... also uh, do us a favor. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, give us a rating on iTunes and uh, write a review. Uh, yeah. More reviews make us more visible, gets us more viewers, more people can share in the fun, get their wages. It's yeah. a yeah, great if, experience. Even if it's not real wages, they get like wages in their heart. Yeah. Or something. I, I don't know. Like, Go ask George Bailey about Just that. Just earn your heart wages, <laughs> help other people get their heart wages as well. Exactly. So, let's begin that two-minute movie mile. Jack. Okay. It wasn't a busy week, but we certainly... I have, a few, I have a few movies, actually, that I held off from talking about last time because of a little thing called uh, Embargo. But I could talk about a few things that will be coming out soon, so, yeah. All right. So, Jack, you've seen more movies. You go first. Ready, set, go. Uh, first up is The Revenant. Um, I don't know if you Leonardo heard. DiCaprio, Tom Hardy. Yes. You know um, what? I, unlike I'll, Inception. I'll tell you later. Uh, not quite Inception. Not quite that reunion right. that you're expecting. Uh, so you know a little bit about this movie? Yeah. The fact that it takes I, place in the I've seen the, the trailer. It seems pretty intriguing to me. Um, yeah. This is, a, um, to say the least, it's a very brutal movie. Um, it comes from the director of Birdman. 
uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Inuritu, or as he may be now called, A.G. Inuritu, because auteurs have their first two names usually. Uh, yeah. Initials. Um, this basically DiCaprio is this uh, fur trapper and this like tracker. Um, he's with this group of people uh, out in early 19th century Canadian wilderness. They get attacked by Indians. They have to try to find their way home after a bunch of them are killed. Uh, DiCaprio gets attacked by a bear. Um, and I, when I say that, it's pretty much the most brutal attack you will ever see put on film. Ooh. And in, in large part because it's all in one unbroken shot. Like, it lasts for five minutes. And even though the bear isn't real, it's CGI, it feels real. It's wow. just, you're in there. Um, then DiCaprio's left for dead. He, uh, it, in a weird way, it's almost slightly... like it's When you look at the core of the story, it's kind of conventional. It's one of those revenge stories where... I just had in my head the, the trailer from Machete set up and left for dead. And that's basically DiCaprio in this movie. Um, Where are my wife and daughter? Yeah. My one problem, my biggest problem with this movie, because the performances are tremendous, I actually might love Tom Hardy even more than DiCaprio. You oh. know, of course, DiCaprio is putting even more into it. Every scene, almost every scene feels like it's the most important scene of a movie. And oh, that so is not good for the flow. It's relentless, then. Oh, it's so relentless. You don't have a moment to breathe. But go see it if you Time. want. All right. One little addendum. If on Christmas Day, let's say you're having dinner with your family, and, you know, you just had a very nice full meal, and, you know, you're feeling all good and nice and warm, go to the theaters and see... That guy who was once a heartthrob get attacked by a frickin' bear and, a, and at one point use a horse's entrails um, so that he can use the horse for warmth. Ugh. Wow, that's oddly specific advice. Yes. Um, okay, so All right. All right, let me go on to you, Andrew, because you have uh, a movie that you All saw. All right, I have just one movie. All right, go. I Married a Witch. I've you know this movie? Vaguely. It's this Renee Claire? Renee Claire. Okay. It's the not, story not as opposed to Ed Claire. Right. It's a story <laughs> about uh, two characters. One's played by uh, Ver Veronica Lake. She's the witch. Okay. Uh, there's another man named uh, Wallace, uh, played by Frederick March. Okay. Frederick March, uh, Wallace's ancestors were cursed by the witch he accused back in Puritan times okay. that all the men in his family would never be happy in love. Yeah. And then. You know, against his life, he's about to marry this heiress who really doesn't like him, and he's yeah. running for governor and all this stuff. And the witch, who's his ancestor burned, comes back to seduce him to make him more miserable. <laughs> but it then, and then it plays out like a romantic comedy. Uh, huh. which <laughs> so it's a romantic comedy involving witchcraft. Yes, basically. Okay, and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the cover of it, I remember seeing the cover of the Criterion DVD, and it was yeah. like this blue cover with like a nice drawing, and uh, it made it seem like, uh, yeah, I guess it made it seem like a romantic comedy, but not the kind that you'd usually see. No, I, I, I don't like to, well, actually I do. You know, romantic comedies nowadays get a pretty bad rap. And this, I mean, even though it may not be best known, it's it's a pretty solid romantic comedy. Like everything back then was better, yeah. uh, but it's it's pretty good. It has some great some great jokes. There's an early one at the witch burning where a guy says, "Get your popped maize hot and buttered." <laughs> popped maize? Maize. Oh, like popcorn? Corn? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, 
but right. it, it's pretty solid jokes uh the characters are great you know i like frederick march yeah he's good too and uh veronica lake is is great in this she has this like sort of little girl energy like going throughout their whole performance a lot of fun i just really like Time. okay that's uh, intriguing yeah I've, i feel like i might have seen a renee claire movie before but i'd have to look well it up. he maybe. might have been around with the with the surrealists at one point but i'm not sure interesting if true jack your turn go um joy uh new david o russell movie um it's good that's what i could say about it um i wanted to say that i wish that i could have loved it um i've liked a lot of david o russell's movies loved a few of them um of course now for the past few movies jennifer lawrence has been like his muse Hmm. uh you know and very different characters through all three movies uh, Silverwing's playbook, she was kind of this messed up girl who uh, was trying to, you know, maybe have a relationship with Bradley Cooper. Um, in American Hustle, she played like this bitchy housewife who was probably, she probably was cast a little too young, but she still made it work. It was a very fiery, funny performance. Great. Here, it's weird because it's kind of like a realistic, slightly comedic Cinderella story because... She plays this character who has to basically take care of her family. Um, like her, uh, it's like she her divorced husband lives in the basement and won't leave. <laughs> her her father comes home and has to share the basement with her ex husband. She has to take care of two kids that she has with the ex. Her mother just sits in the living room and watches soap operas all day, and she has to go out and work in a crappy job. But she has all these ideas for inventions. So she, she in real life, this woman actually existed. Her name was Joy Mangano, and she created the Miracle Mop, uh, which got got its start on QVC. Um, I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff in here. I mean, Lawrence is great, uh, of course. There's just something about the tone that I mean, sometimes in a movie, when you see a character struggling, it doesn't quite work if the character is struggling and they come to a point where things seem like at their bottom, and then the next scene, everything turns out all right again. Yeah. Um, and like Cinderella, you know, it's it's like it's the, nobody else aside from her is likable, so it's just relentlessly grim. Time. Yeah. I, okay. I just got a terrible idea. You want to hear it? Please. Jennifer Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, ooh, what what would that be about? Like she would just be in like I don't know. I just came up with it. It probably involves the desert. Yeah. All right. Just I just picture her like on a camel, and you hear the Lawrence of Arabia music, and it's just like, oh God, why am I out here? This is terrible. I'd rather be back in the Hunger Games. All right, that's. Bring me back to the she, capital. She's shooting like in outer Mongolia somewhere, some some movie. Yeah. And uh, she gets lost, separated from the film crew, and she has to struggle to survive a la Tropic ah. of Cancer. Oh, you mean Tropic Thunder? No, no. Uh, well, it depends upon whether it's, Wait, a, it's a comedy or not. She's lost in the jungle and trying to get... That's no, Tropic it's the Thunder. desert. But tra- Did you say Tropic of Cancer? Wait, no, I was thinking of a different movie. <laughs> You get the idea. But I like the idea of, of, of it being a film crew, and you have like Jennifer Lawrence actually there, and it's uh, <laughs> like almost like a I'm not there type of scenario where kind of like Survivor Man, where she she's like the Survivor Man and uh, the Survivor crew. Survivor Man, remember? All right, 
Uh, We've gotten a little off topic. I have just one more movie to talk about. Okay. And this comes out, by the way, what I'm about to talk about comes out December 30th. So it may be a little bit for you to see it. But consider this kind of an early preview. Okay, ready? Go. Okay. Um, I saw Animalisa. Now, you might not know anything about this movie. You know anything about Charlie Kaufman? I don't know anything about him. Good. I'll list off a few movies. Being John Malkovich, Adaptation, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless right. Mind. I know those movies. Okay. I just Synecdoche, don't know anything about Johnny Kaufman. Well, uh, Charlie Kaufman. All right. Well, he directed one movie before, Synecdoche, New York. Okay. Um, that I know of. And here, Animalisa is a movie which uh, he co-directed with someone else. I forget the name right now. It is a stop-motion movie. Uh, it's a radar movie. Hmm. It's actually for adults. Now, when I say that, though, you might immediately flash to the only other kind of stop-motion radar movie, like which is, I guess, technically Team America, even though it's just puppets. Yeah. But this is very sophisticated. This is pe- real people. And it's like, at first, I was kind of wondering, wait, why? They could have made this live action, couldn't they? It's just about this guy who works as, like, this customer service um, you know, guru who goes around giving speeches and he's written a book and he's going to Cincinnati and it covers basically 24 hours in his life and how he may sort of realize that a everyone around him is possibly like the same person <laughs> um, because everybody, including the women have like male voices, but he finds like the one woman who has her own voice, which is voiced by Jennifer Jason Lee. Huh. Um, all I can say about this, I just, it's hard for me to describe a lot of this movie except that you should go see it. It's tied with being my favorite movie of the year at the moment. And it was weird because when I was sitting watching the movie, I'm like, this is an odd movie. This is just odd. <laughs> and without saying. It takes who, a lot to do that. Well, there's like, there's a sex scene in it, and yet it's tender and romantic. And there's a lot of tender and passion. Oh, Maybe someday I'll... You know what? If you want to read more about that movie, you can go to filmforward.com. That's film slash forward.com. I have my full review uh, that should be up there uh, this week. Or if you're sick of movies and want to change the pace, check out our new blog, Lines from Linus. Which where... actually exists. Yeah. Like I actually created it. There's nothing on there yet. But maybe there will be soon. And every day we post new we post new lines from Linus, uh, stuff to get you through your day. Now, and perhaps uh, give you a new perspective I I on say, the on the universe. I don't know if I should say this on Mike, but should I should I actually just put like a image from one of the Peanuts cartoons, or should I just put a quote? It depends upon context. Yeah, but lines from Linus. So yeah, if you go to linesfromlinus.blogspot.com, we actually have that up. Yeah, you won't be sorry. Yes. <laughs> Charlie Brown, I ought to kick you. Um, that might be So wild. yeah, that's the two-minute movie mile. Yeah, that's pretty much it this week. Uh, the last two-minute movie mile of the year. Uh, but when we come back, uh, we're going to do our list movies. And this time, uh, we really delve into the 90s. Uh that magical time. Oh yeah. Or something. My my childhood, man. Me too. Stay tuned. <laughs>